Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jana Hilo, and our special guest today is the one and the only Talisa Samano. You can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can keep bringing you this great content. Jalen Dub, how are we doing, my man? Doing good, doing great. Looking good, looking great. Very nice. Janana Banana, how are we living? I miss Burn. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, me too. Well, speaking of missing Burn, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in society. Working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out our vibe and how we get live. Then do it a solid. All right, so our guest today is, I'll tell you, Talisa. Samano, Samano. I'm super excited about this guest. We have a lot to get into, so this will be a short little B block. Uh, what happened was we had another guest scheduled for today, and at you know 10 o'clock this morning, they texted me saying that they had the crap out, and it sucked, but it's fine because we make things happen. Then I hit up Janana Banana, and then she contacted Talisa, and Talisa agreed to be on the show. And I'll tell you probably better than the original guest that we had. So I'm super duper excited to get into this. Uh, Talisa, from the information I gathered from the questionnaire she filled out, looks like very interesting story. Super excited to get into it. So Talisa, I just want to thank you for being on the show and agreeing to be here. And before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Uh, fantastic question. I'm going to go with, I mean, The Godfather Part None, because I'm sorry, I have not seen either one of those wow. movies. Wow, well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Jan, it's all right. We got other questions. Uh, same, uh, same. Yeah, Janice said the same exact thing. Um, so Talisa, Cheetos, crunchy or puff? Ooh, hot Cheeto puff, our life. Oh, hot Cheetos. It's two in a row, yo. Wow. No one says puff, by the way. There's like now five members out of But they got to be the hot 100. Cheeto puff. It's still puffed. I'll take it. You yeah. Can, yeah. Welcome yeah. to the club, yo. 
the ball it's i tell you though first first one to jump on the doodle puff you know it's usually only the ball everyone goes cheese ball if they say puff i mean which is fine yeah but you're the first one to give love to the doodle so shout out first hot puff fantastic yeah no i mean you know what are you gonna do and then the real yeah oh one of a kind uh, and then the real question, and this is really going to split the room. When you eat wings, are you drums or flats? Um, I'm flats for sure. Oh my hey, God. Wait, where are y'all? Hey. What are y'all? Oh, wait, like what? Flats. No, yes. drums are the oh, yeah. only way to go. He's wrong, if you He's wrong and not, we are correct. If you do not eat the drums, you're <laughs> the an animal. The meat is juicier on a flats, bro. Oh my That's God. Right. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, it's all mush. You're it's a barbarian, disgusting. and we yeah, barbarian. I eat with one hand. You need two hands. You're ripping it open like a caveman. All right, it's disgusting. Yeah, they hate me. I use a fork when I eat my wings. Oh, so, <laughs> you, in the flats so community, you can eat however you like. Oh wow. Oh oh oh. You're saying that in the drums community that we limit it. You have <laughs> to eat you, with one hand. People are animals. You probably oh, don't oh, even wow. use your hands. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you segregate it by how you eat. You have to eat with one hand. Wow, real nice, Justin. The drums don't do that. You can eat however you want. You could eat it with a spoon for all I care. All right. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's the drums. But either way. Um, do we have another question, Justin? God, I'm trying to think. Um, no, I mean that's usually all we ask. No, we're done. We could come up with more shit that we don't agree on, but I mean, which is pretty much everything. Okay. Usually most people who haven't seen the Godfather movies, they usually say Goodfellas. Have you seen that Goodfellas? Has been the trend. No. Have you seen Casino? No. Have you seen any Italian Americans do illegal stuff on film? Probably. <laughs> That's fair. What, what what is your favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie? Oh my god, that's a great question. Um it's a movie I, like- I like a lot. Doesn't I like really, really stupid movies like uh, Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler movies. Oh, I um, love Paul Rudd. Paul love Rudd and Amy Poehler. Poehler. They came together. Jennifer Aniston, Ugh. Wanderlust. Like, did you movies. ever see Wet Hot American Summer? Oh, yeah. Best movie of all time. So yep. good. I love that one. Great movie. Great, yeah. great movie. That's more my lane opposed to the Italian crime yeah. job. I mean, the drums people, we like it all, though. I guess the flats <laughs> don't don't like Italian-Americans, which I guess, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But either way, so, okay. So right now, Talisa, once again, thank you for being on the show. Currently, you are the director of development for uh, a college bas- college, women's college basketball team. Is that correct? Yeah. So I'm the director of player development um, for Temple University's women's basketball team. Go Owls. I've been Ooh. there. Exactly. Go Owls. Uh, it's my fourth. Se- I just wrapped up my fourth season there. Ooh. Hoo, hoo. Nice. <laughs> All right. Cool. And Okay. So we'll get more into that later, but I want to get some background. So says you were born and raised in Santa Cruz County, California. So uh, like I told you before, I was born in California. I was born in Thousand Oaks, lived in Simi Valley, but you were in like the center part of the state. So for people in Pennsylvania, right, for people that don't know, there's Philadelphia and there's Pittsburgh, and then Uh the rest of the state is Kentucky right yes. like it's all rural <laughs> farms and stuff so is california is there like san francisco la san diego and in the middle it's all you know like- in the middle of all that maybe about an hour and 20 minutes south of san francisco you have the central coast okay so it's santa cruz california and there's monterey california people usually know monterey because yeah. of uh, big little lies I'm yeah, sure yeah, with yeah. yeah oh yeah um, so i'm right show. in the middle of those two it's called watsonville it's a very the small Mexican uh, immigrant community 
uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's where all your farm workers are. So that's where your mushrooms, your cauliflower, your strawberries, um, all your berries, your raspberries, your blueberries, that whatever. Yeah. All that yeah. is picked, grown and picked there and then distributed across the country, essentially. So I have some in my fridge right now. I'm in Philadelphia, but I'm eating Driscoll <laughs> strawberries from yeah. Watsonville. Dude, Martin Eyes apple cider from, from Watsonville. That is Good fascinating. Stuff. I love, dude, that's one of the things I love about this show is that like what what this show we're trying to do besides be incredibly handsome and beautiful all the time <laughs> is that they're like I want to bring like you know like there's so many things you take for granted like I had no idea because my I eat those straw their strawberries are in my fridge as well I don't eat them my daughter does but you know I I don't eat fruit come on uh, but uh <laughs> no, I'm, just, I, I'm just kidding I uh but either way, like I, you know, you don't know where these things come from or how they get there. Like in your mind, you can say like, these are all in a factory and someone blah, blah, blah. But right, that's not the right, case. Right. There's like these yeah. massive farms that take care of it. So it's crazy to like be able to put, you know, kind of a picture to that. That's really cool. So, Absolutely. You, and you're yeah. saying like, it's a, a, a Mexican immigrant community. So like a lot of <laughs> immigrants will come in there and they'll find work on the farm. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Tons of fields out there. Um, and it, again, so people will immigrate from Mexico, usually Jalisco. That's where my family is from. Okay. Um, so that's where my, my, my grandma and my parents come from. Um, and then they all come to Watsonville. And then okay. Watsonville is known as like the farm worker town. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty, it, looking back at it when I was younger, I didn't really understand. I was just like, oh, my friends, their parents are waking up at three in the morning to go work in the fields. That's just life. Yeah, yeah. now that I'm grown, now now that I'm living across the country and I'm grown, I'm like, damn, farm worker mm -hmm. rights is a thing. Like, and it's and right. it, it political and all this other stuff, but like, um, you you really understand and start to appreciate the work that they do. Um, that's some hard. Yeah. That is some hard. It's, it's that's some hard backbreaking labor. Absolutely, oh, that is real work. Yeah. And I bet too, like they get shit on, don't they? Right, like because it's like it's not government ran. And they are like getting paid under the table, like they mm -hmm. can be shit on, and it's mm -hmm. not like they it's not like they get benefits or health insurance or any of that, right? right? Like, no, yeah, oh. absolutely. I mean, yeah, well, and it's I don't wanna... all the strawberries. What's you that? want strawberries? You, this is the people who provide it to you. They exactly. should be treated like the yeah. people who provide all the strawberries. These are the people <laughs> these who are, are putting your people. salads and yeah. your acai bowls like, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. When you drive down the street and you see these giant ass fucking houses, you're like, I wonder what that guy does. You'd be like, oh, that's the guy who provides all the fucking strawberries. You'd be like, exactly. that's the yeah. house they should live in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. yeah. Or at least they can at the bare minimum get a pathway to citizenship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or they can, yeah. Yeah, you know, just not get run down for their cash and then deported. Plus, too, yeah. isn't like dr like drugs, like some of them end up working for drugs, right? Like they put it, they like, you know, infiltrate drugs into like the workhouse and then they develop a habit and then they all they're doing is like working to get a fix, right? Isn't that a thing, too? Like, is drugs not bad where you're at? Oh, okay. No, no, uh, not, not, not with the field at. workers. No, no, yeah. not at least not where I'm from. I mean, okay. um, in Watsonville, there's, there's, you know, gangs. There's the yeah. Norteños, the Sureños, but that's completely He's still thinking about the, the Godfather the movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to farm on. Well, drugs. no, there was like, uh, yeah. there, no, there was, um, there. I watched a documentary. I think it was a Vice documentary where they're saying like meth is running wild in parts of California, and it's like mm. the low income 
where like people are like because you you know people are living in tents and stuff outside and they'll work at a farm and then they'll go to work at a farm and one of the things they'll do is they'll pass around meth and then you'll get hooked on it right you'll work your ass off you know because you're on fucking meth and then like you'll then eventually like the money will just be exchanged for drugs and it'll be a constant flow i mean i don't know yeah but it's not where you're at it's another place no, no. yeah I'm all those into that though yeah, all those farming communities. Um, okay, so wait, when you were there though, you grew up like, and what did your, what did your, did your parents work on the farm when you were there, or? No, no, my grandma did, um, okay. but my parents they had like, like my mom, she works for Santa Cruz County in the accounting department, so she oh, has nice. like you know a, a very secure, stable job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my step stepdad, excuse me, he works in like a printing press where they print like ads and newspapers and stuff. Oh, cool. um, yeah. So they they were not luckily in the fields, and therefore yeah. I did not have to. Do mm-hmm. that, so. Yeah, but they were one generation removed from that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yep. Man, Absolutely. It's crazy. I wonder how far back like that is going. Like how long that farm has been there, right? Right. And, like how long it's just been like accepted. Like, okay, you can come here and get a job, and you know, do your yeah. thing, yeah. and be able okay. to like like that's the true American dream. Like your grandma working out of that and being able to have kids and support like generations. That's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I have actually never really thought about it like that until this moment, where it's like, damn, my grandma did do that. And then yeah. Yeah, she moved on. Awesome. Then my mom moved on. And then now I'm like, you know, probably the most mm, not successful, but you know. You are though. Yeah. Do- hey, yeah, you're the star of this show. You can toot your own horn. You did a lot of shit, Talisa. <laughs> yeah. No, they, you do incredible things. Like, but just think about it two generations ago, your poor grandmother is working herself to the bone in this strawberry field just to be able to provide the life that you've lived. So honestly, like every day, like living your life to the fullest is like a tribute to what your grandmother's accomplished mm-hmm. for you and your family. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's yeah, what America is all about. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like yeah. that kind and of you stuff. did it with the quickness too. You got those degrees. <laughs> good yeah. school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that takes a lot of generations. And here we go. Yeah. 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 No, that's something to be super proud of. Very cool. Nice. Uh, okay, so then let's keep moving. So while you're there in Watsonville, you did like your grade school and everything like that and high school there. So what kind of activities and things were you doing in grade school and then also high school, starting grade school? Though? I mean, yeah, grade school. In middle school, I played volleyball. I was like trying to get into athletics. I wasn't good at volleyball. Okay. Uh, I tried <laughs> softball. Didn't work out for me. Sure. Um, then I did basketball and that was the one where I was like, oh, this is really fun and yeah. I'm kind of good. So I'm going to stick yeah. with this one. Okay. So then in nice. high school, I continued on. I picked up tennis. Um, uh, tennis was really fun. I'd love to play tennis to this day. And then yeah. basketball. So basketball became like my she, passion. Yeah. What's that? She loves playing tennis without me. Ah, oh. Come, we need doubles. <laughs> I was playing with Eliana today. We need doubles. We need more Aww. people. Oh my God, it's always today. And you tell me afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah not not you know not mad at all yeah yeah no so i didn't do much else other than basketball that (laughs) was my life in in high school yeah you know i wanted to go to a university where i can work in basketball that's that's just ever since i was younger my passion and i ended up at temple university um pretty much because of don staley she has a big name oh yeah one of the network owner yeah so that's how i ended up here in philly at temple university so okay but when you're in california you're playing basketball and doing all this stuff like 
what like in Philadelphia, the city is Philadelphia, especially basketball is a massive deal, right? Like not even like not even at the college level, but also at the high school level, right? Like basketball here is pretty big deal. And there's really, really like nationally ranked teams, you know, Mm -hmm. number one, number two in the nation are in this area, like regularly, really, really tough. But in California, what was it like the basketball scene there for you? I mean, oh my gosh, different, a hell of a lot different. Because yeah. again, I come from a, a Mexican town, so I'm five five. I stopped so growing in high starting school. Starting center. <laughs> no, I was definitely a, a forward. I was I was a four in high school, I'm like kidding. as a five five, yeah. fucking little Mexican kid. Yeah. Against like <laughs> the white high schools where you know, like Santa Cruz High, they had you know six two and six three kids. So yeah, these Norwegians coming out of there. Yeah. <laughs> you know no i'm with you yeah Yeah. it was was wild so it was a lot different uh coming to philadelphia again the the basketball scene is incredible here it's its own separate like culture which is really cool yeah i love to like around here like there's a thing like in boxing if you're like the you know the the gym like the gym legend or the gym hero you know what i mean like if you're the toughest guy at a gym even if you're not a pro that still holds a lot of weight but even like mm-hmm. in Philadelphia area, if you're like one of the best players on the blacktop or at the at the court outside, like that means a lot. You know what I mean? Like it means you can fucking go and you can play. Yeah, they you get know? respect. Yeah, big time, big time. So nice. Okay, so then mm-hmm. you you went through high school. Did you play varsity all four years? Uh, three years. So my freshman nice. year, I was on the freshman team. Okay. Then the next three years, I was on varsity. Yeah. Nice. Good for you. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, That's cool. You you all outside, like just dropping dropping threes all day. What's going on? <laughs> no, I had to play. I had to I had to be a forward because I was five five, and that was one of the taller girls in the team. <laughs> oh, you, you played the forward all the way through high school. <laughs> yes, yeah. bro. Yes. Uh, I, I was like, I was been a little like heftier, so you know, I, I had a little body. Round mound or rebound. Yeah. Nice. Rebound's just about who wants it more. It doesn't matter how tall that's you right. are. That's right. That's exactly right. Who, so wants about who wants to put in the work? Yep. That's all rebounding is. Mm-hmm. Right. Thanks, Justin. You're 5'10. Okay. All right. So <laughs> uh okay. So let's keep it moving. So you uh come to Temple, T unit, home of the owl, shout out. Uh once T-Unit. you get did you play, did you play basketball at Temple? No, I mean, Don Staley was a coach, and Don Staley's a legend to this day. Yeah. So, um, her team's uh, rumor for the Sixers are, job. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. I want that. I would, I'm tired of Doc. Get on. He's a big yo. deal. That would be awesome. Um, First woman no, head coach in the NBA. That would be fucking and badass. She's from North Philly. Now the right. Sixers yeah. head coach. Yeah. yeah she they, would, those yeah. men would listen to her, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. Girl's tough. <laughs> yeah. She would put no them play. in their place. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, right. she would. She okay. Would. No, nah, so, so I did not play for her. I was just, I was a manager for the team for those yeah. four years. Nice. But you love it. So like you wanted to be around it. And plus too, like, as far as women's bat, like Temple, I guess both sides of the basketball program, are they like men's and women? Are they known as just like, they're a tough out, right? Like, you know, like you could be Duke or UNC, like you might win, but come, it's never an easy game. Like it's not a roller. Uh, we're team. always going to be tough. We're, yeah. you know, we play with grit. The yeah. whole motto is Temple tough, yeah. Broad Street bullies. So yeah. definitely, mm-hmm. especially on the men's side too, like Coach McKee is their coach and mm-hmm. he played at Temple. He's from North Philly too. So um, his whole identity is that, that Temple tough, Temple proud. Yeah. Good. No, that's great, man. I love that. I love because. 
there is like, you know, I don't know, back in the day, right? Penn, University of Penn used to be the number one football team in the country, right? Like perennial powerhouses. And Franklin Field was, is the oldest football stadium in the country, right? So like there'd be people lined up around the block. Like, could you imagine if like, you know, like having the Miami of like back in the day or like Ohio State of college football being a major city, you know what I mean? So like Temple- I could not even imagine that. Yeah, exactly. So like (laughs) Temple basketball- right and them being successful and them being tough it does mean a lot and i think especially for like the community in the area because that's like you know if you go to nova you're a freaking yuck you know what i mean and, <laughs> yeah. like, it's not uh, even philly they're not yeah. even philly yeah exactly so like the like the you know like i feel like temple is the city's real team as far as yeah like, hell the, yeah as, did you, like the yeah, guys, sure. um, did you I mean, guys watch that new movie with adam sandler hustle yeah yeah i, I haven't, haven't seen it, it i haven't seen it but i wanted I mean, to yeah, there's, I mean, there's six universities in this area and they chose Temple to be like where he played. So that's kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? So that was super cool. Felicia, did you yeah. watch it yet? Yeah, I watched it. It was really good. I liked it. It was good. It was I cute. heard it was good. I want to see it. I yeah. heard it was really good. Yeah. I love yeah, Adam Sandler, like dude. You know what me I mean? Like, I know. I never I watched it imagine. without me. One of the few movies we would definitely have watched. She's like, oh, I watched it. I'm like, what? You watched the Adam Sandler basketball movie? Without me? Like, it was awesome. I was like, <laughs> she's like, it takes place in Maniac. It was like right by our old place. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, Anthony had, like, Edwards if, was fantastic. If was in there. Like, they, it was pretty cool. They really, it seemed very authentic to Philadelphia. I remember oh. when he was filming around here. I was working down there. Oh. around then everything was blocked off and people were like there were adam sandler sightings everywhere and i was not me i didn't see him yeah (laughs) apparently he's like a basketball fanatic yeah yeah he actually plays and he's actually good that's the funny part like is it good that's funny yeah yeah Yeah. he's like shaq even said like because shaq did a couple movies with him and he's like on set like sandler plays basketball every day and he's, I don't know, you know, obviously if you're playing against like Rob Schneider, David Spade, you're going to look like fucking Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> no, but he could distribute well. He's got a good shot. He, yeah, that's what, the backboard. That, that's nice. what Shaq said. That's what Shaq, he's like, no, oh, yeah, Sandler can play. Yeah, so yeah. nice. Do you ever watch like, I love, dude, I don't know what it is. I'm hooked on like, there's this guy, Nick Grizz and this kid, Chris White. And they're like these YouTubers, right? That go to like parks and play at like basketball, like play basketball at a park, right? And I don't know what it is, but it's entertaining as hell. And if you haven't watched it, <laughs> never out. even heard of them. Why? Are they actually playing it's... or are they doing pranks? No, no he's good. It's... Nick Briz can like dunk like Nick Briz can play. Line. So, dude, yeah. Chris White can play he too. Launches, but it pisses okay. people off. And oh, then they almost get uh, in a fight yeah. every time. And yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because he's oh, like I a shit talking white boy. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and he's like, very white. Yeah, oh, he's <laughs> like the whitest, and oh, like, but he's also got like, but then he, you know, he's good. He's so good, like- dude. When he, I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but OG Savage Squad with like Chris White and Carlos and Chauncey and and Ooh. Nick Briz. Shout out OG Savage Squad. But either way, little too much into that. But yeah, no, there's a couple. There's a couple like there's a whole community of like ball, you know, hoopers on on youtube that are just it's so entertaining i just can't get enough but either way so uh okay so let's keep moving so let's talk about a little job so what was you your first job was when you were here in philadelphia was it while you were at temple uh no it was right when i graduated temple university so um i had an internship with the 76ers and community relations and then i graduated oh fun well yeah was it was- hold on hold on let's 
tee it up here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you had an internship with the Philadelphia 76ers, right? Yes. Yeah. And what the hell was going on? What were you doing there? I mean, it, it was awesome. It was um, they, like one of their first, maybe their first year getting the first, the number one pick back when they picked. Oh, what, God, MC Dub? Michael mm-hmm. Carter Williams? No, this was a uh, New Orleans Noel? Oh, who they, who they pick but yeah, it was whatever yeah. so we threw like um a, a season ticket holder party like a draft party we did like read to yeah. achieve programs uh summer beach bash it was a really really fun internship i really enjoyed it um so shout Denver? out to mike goings who put me on with that internship because we were both temple alums do you do you, re- do you remember uh evan turner was their 2010 first round draft pick oh. Or, I, dad's, yep, yep, yep. Dude, dude. So, uh, Drew Holiday was dude. on that team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spencer, what's that? What was that guy's name? Thaddeus uh, Young. Most spice or something. Yeah, that young was still there. Uh, Spades. Oh my God, dude. Uh, they, Iguodala, Andre Iguodala was on the team. That's uh, Spencer Halls. Remember that dude? Oh man, golly. For nothing, yeah. Uh, dude, uh, what? I mean, those six teams. Iggy was still on that team. Elton Brand was on that team. Lou, sweet Lou Wills. Lou Wills. Uh, Wasn't Chris Weber on that team for a little while too? Was, yeah, was, Wasn't uh, Chris Weber on that team for a little while? That was like 2008. Like he was only. Yeah, I wanted Chris Weber to be so good. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wanted Evan. Him, uh, who's the dude too. who got hurt while he was bowling? Right. And he never played for us. He was a Laker. Bynum, Andrew Bynum. Oh my God. Sixers. It could just turn into a uh, how bad the Sixers have been. But so you're there in uh, wait, wait. 2010 so era. In 2010, though, do you remember? Uh, like they they used to have a special. It was a guys' night special where it was four tickets, right? And it was lower level and it came with four, you get, you each get a beer and then a, and a pretzel or something or beer and a hot dog. <laughs> For and ridiculously then, cheap. How much and was then, it? And at halftime, you got to meet the Sixers cheerleaders or whatever. Right. Wow. Yeah. And it was not, it was like nothing. It was, yeah, it was like, I don't know, like a hundred bucks for the whole package. It was yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah. And is, is that the, like, what kind of stuff did they have you do? Were you setting up like that kind of thing, like specials or like what? No, what I did was... um community relations events. So getting the team okay. out. So read to achieve program. <laughs> we would go to elementary schools, middle schools and have the the players um interact with the kids read to the kids talk about how reading is fundamental um and then we like i mentioned we would throw events like a season ticket holder party or summer beach bash in avalon new jersey yeah um i would do process like you know kids would write letters hey can i please get an autograph photo of so-and-so we would send that over to them yeah something like that one of them was matt So what? I wanted, I wanted, uh, I wanted Matt Geiger's autograph. All right. He pulls up his picture. Yeah. Yeah. Just with them. yeah, yeah no, yeah. but um, getting into basketball, women's basketball is super difficult. It, it's, you know, it's all about who you know, who knows you, you know, like they say. So yeah. when I graduated after that internship, I couldn't get a job in women's basketball. So I stayed in Philadelphia and that's when I started to work at the hotel Palomar. I was a front desk agent. I I had a whole degree. I was working as a front desk agent for about a year. What Um, did you get your degree in? It was, uh, or it is in strategic communications. So my emphasis was in public relations. I wanted to be a PR agent for women's basketball. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so gangster. Love yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, so wait. You gotta help BG get out. So, yes. yes. Oh my God. Free uh, Free BG, yo. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, Fan show. Yeah, get her out of there. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, all right. Well, uh, okay. So, you have your strate- strategic relations is what strategic you have. communications all right strategic communications yep said that yeah. right the first time that's to focus he's writing letters to Embiid. i didn't think <laughs> do that i'm doing that too this podcast <laughs> dear joel <laughs> uh nice uh, um okay so either way okay so you have your you have your degree you're working at the hotel and you're at this time, you're just like trying to see if you can fit in in women's professional basketball in the WNBA. Yeah, I mean, any ba- any women's basketball, NCAA, WNBA, that's what I wanted. And it, yeah. um, it just wasn't working out for me. And then my partner at the time, she was entering a grad an anthropology graduate mm-hmm. program at San Diego State. So we moved to San Diego. I kept working with Kimpton Hotels, just kind of stayed in that realm for seven years. I worked in hotels. Oh, oh. Uh, I know. Awful. I worked at the front desk. I worked in catering. I worked as a sales manager, um, which was fun and pretty good money, to be honest. And then yeah. one random ass day, my the coach that I was a manager for at Temple as an undergrad, seven years later, she just randomly texts me. And because we kept in touch a little bit and she knew I wanted to get back in. She randomly texts mm. me. I, I remember the exact moment and she's like, hey, we, we're creating this new position. Do you want it? And I was like, absolutely. And she's like, yeah. cool, we, we got you, we got you. Within six weeks, I was moving back from San Diego to Philadelphia. <laughs> it was just insane. It was insane. I'll never forget that. So, wait, wait, okay. Oh, did I miss that? So, wait. You okay, graduated from Philly and then moved to San Diego, and that's where you worked at the hotel in San Diego. Yeah, for oh. seven years until oh I got that random ass text. Oh wow, yeah. okay. Oh, if you're working at a hotel in San Diego. So <laughs> I thought you were like working at a hotel downtown and like next to Camden. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. no, no. I was that over in San Diego. To be specific, it was in La Jolla. Which is a pretty fantastic place to be. Oh, La Jolla is so nice. But then you guys deal with people who are paying La Jolla money, like right? Yeah, trust me, I know that game. There's assholes (laughs) everywhere. Oh yeah, Jan is really aware of that La Jolla money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Big in the La Jolla money game. Uh, No. (laughs) Um, Okay. So then, all right. Okay, so you come back to Philadelphia. Did uh, So let's talk about this. I wanted to ask this question, right? And I forget I was talking about this the other day, right? But in women's sports, right? Yeah. I would love, I mean, I just want to know for my own personal knowledge, like where in women's sports, are there more lesbians in softball, soccer, or basketball? What would you say? Oh, gosh. I mean, Felisa, you know them all. You know, I don't. Well, I, you go I to the meeting, played, I, right? Don't you guys talk about this at the annual lesbians <laughs> conference, right? <laughs> Pride was last week. I don't remember seeing any softball players. Oh, uh, <laughs> softball is like usually like if you're a softball I, I, catcher. I mean, come on, come on. Come it's, on. Like a, know, it's like a field hockey goalie, but this is. <laughs> what was the second sport? Goal. It was softball, basketball, and what? Uh, soccer. Oh, what about field mm. hockey? I mean, oh yeah, you know they're probably all in field hockey. That's I don't know. I get a vibe. Really? <laughs> I know. I mean, there is women's powerlifting also, and that's got to be. 
you know yeah yeah that's gotta be big i didn't say this but i heard someone else think this one time uh, any chick that's <laughs> over six foot four it just ends up partnering oh, with a woman just due to their me love too i <laughs> have my whole life wanted to sleep with someone taller than me i just uh, never it would have been fun you're not I'm that just six tall foot, just six one but like how many okay. six foot four women are there running around and yeah. they're easy to find because they're so tall, but sure. Right. Sure. I mean, they exist. I hooked up with a girl that was like six one before. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Blonde. Like I think she was descendant of Polish people, but yeah, Eastern European. <laughs> yeah, absolutely beautiful. But at Burns house, I did. There you go. Shout out. There he is. Shout I know you miss Burn. I know you miss him, Jana. I know you miss him every Big day. Time. Every uh, start. <laughs> so okay. So it's decided uh, more lesbians in softball than anywhere else. So <laughs> let's keep it moving. Get down um, to the hard facts here on the show. Yeah, we have to find out the real stuff. So you're in San Diego. Did your partner come Lesbian with you? Lesbian from- perspectives. <laughs> oh, well, I, I love mean, that. That would That's be a new a podcast. Show. That, yeah, that would be a good show. What, I'm I all mean, ears. Yeah, really. <laughs> Man. Yeah, God, that would be, oh, I don't even want to say the slogan I just thought of, uh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's keep going. Uh, did your partner, I mean, are you going to talk about this? Did your partner travel with you from San Diego back to Philadelphia or no? She did, yeah. We were together Whoa. for a while. We were together for 10 years. Um, we came back here and then um, probably two years in, it's about two years ago, we so ended up breaking up. Had she you- ever been to Philadelphia before that yeah she's from we met at temple and she's from oh, philadelphia okay oh okay. i thought right. she was a native native san diego i was gonna say no. like, yeah we were talking about you know the the difference between philly girls and cali girls right. yeah yeah, yeah. No. i was gonna say because if you brought a cali girl back here she was automatically probably the hottest chick in the city oh next they, they would devour yeah. her out here they yeah. would devour yeah. her that and you have Bro. to give it <laughs> I hope you like meat and cheese and uh, gay slurs because this is Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am weak. It yeah. comes on a seated roll with a with a little bit of a South Philly accent. Yeah. So okay. you're really selling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The beautiful line place it. to live. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, you have a yeah. river walk now where they also use gay slurs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, great stuff. Uh, okay, so let's keep it going. Um, okay, so you're back here and you're working at Temple. And how many years ago was it? Uh, four years ago. So I just wrapped up my fourth season with the women's basketball team. Okay, and yeah. you're and like you're still going, right? It's not your last season. You're still there. No, right? no, we um we actually just had a coaching change. Um, Coach Cardoza has moved on and then we brought in a new coach coach Richardson and so in that transition usually the entire staff is let go and finds new jobs so <clears throat> I was like stressed as fuck for about a month and a half a good six yeah. to eight weeks yeah um but anyway the the new coach is going to retain me so I'll be the only put in a good word for so you a huge, like fuck, a big sigh Man. of relief so yeah, wow. I'm, I'm here for one more year, but I do want to move on after this season. I'm ready oh, to for real? see how other programs work. Yeah, I want yeah. to go to the program, see how they operate. But if you could um, choose, if you could have your choice of what pro- is it, UConn? Was that where you'd want to go? If you could have your choice no, of college program, Tennessee, not UConn. Get a ladies' um, pantsuit, take over. <laughs> 
take over Growing from Pat. Up, yeah, what is your pantsuit game like? Do you have a ton of pantsuits? Is that just part of the attire for women's <laughs> basketball? No, I know. I hate a pantsuit. It, it could be um, it is anything. though. It is though. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm gay, I like pantsuits because they look fly. But no, I I mean I like them too. But no, yeah. I, I'm saying I do like a good pantsuit, but I mean, they uh, are since classic. COVID, they are, they look good as hell. Yeah, uh, rock the hell out of them. yes, hell yeah, she did. You be looking good in them pantsuits, girl. Ooh. Ouch, I got you. <laughs> Happy Pride, <laughs> yeah, Pride Month. You have to compliment me all the time, oh. yes, Is or else still... you're. Yes, until the end of June. Oh, oh sorry. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Move, I'm gay, know. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, all right. So you're rocking pantsuits. You're hanging out at Temple. Uh, what would be, if you could choose any, we'll just say any college program, what college program would you want to go, like, you know, learn and work at? Um, I would probably say, just off the top of my head, ooh, uh, I like Texas A&M and I like Alabama. Texas A&M ooh. has a new head coach, Joni Taylor, and she's a brilliant, brilliant Black woman who's very into social justice and, um, like you know, that. politics. And I'm, obviously, I'm a Democrat, so she's, she's very aligned with what I like. And so she's not just ooh. about basketball and winning. She's about, you know, forming an entire individual out of her student athletes. What? So I really like to work under people like that. What do you? What is your opinion about politics and sports? Like, there's a lot of people that think, you know, that they're athletes and that their political opinion should be kept. Shut up and dribble. Yeah, exactly. Like there is, <laughs> there is that thought, you know. So and in football, I think football more than anywhere else, there was that argument. But what, what is talking your, about? No, I'm just right. <laughs> I, I, I think there these these guys these men and women are professional athletes they have a platform why not use it because people who are saying shut up and dribble well guess what your kids probably look up to these people so and they're probably just you're saying that because they disagree with what you're saying oh of course that's the only reason yeah absolutely and they think that because they're an athlete they don't have a brain which they are some smartest people you can't be in this business and not you know know what you're doing or else you're gonna lose all your money and you're not gonna have a you job, have to have so. some, some yeah. plus to like you have to have some str- like strategic thinking just to even be at this level at like you have to have a minimal at Absolutely. least you know like just the amount of thinking <clears throat> that it takes to be like on this competitive level is unreal but yeah i agree with you i yeah. agree with you in the fact that they should use their platform to to share their opinion right and enlighten but enlighten mm-hmm. and, and maybe influence are two different things, right? If they influence in a positive way, that's fine. But if it's like, you know, kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's a tough subject, but yeah. yeah in- whether Charles Barkley liked it or not, you're a role model. And yeah. people are interested in, not interested, but will invested. follow and listen they're to invested. your opinion. If you know. your words have a little, Their words have a little bit of power and they're not out yeah. here saying, yeah. you know, you need to vote Democrat or else right. don't even come to my game. Like nobody's saying that. Yeah. They're just like, right. do some research. Here's who I like. Here's why I like them. Do what you want with that information. Yeah. That's and yeah. Republican. The spreading like of knowledge. Hey man, the spreading of knowledge. That's all it is. Right. You know, but it's okay. So let's keep it moving then. But would you say, I mean, well, I'd have to, I, well, I don't know. We don't talk about politics, but we could, but either way. So, all right. So Texas A&M, Alabama, why Alabama? Alabama, I think that Alabama is an SEC. 
and they were maybe mid to lower ranked this or finished this last season, but they have a lot of great things happening. They have a great coach and coach Curry. They have great transfers coming in. They're returning all of their people from last year. So I just think they have the trajectory is only going up and I would love to be a part of that. And it's in the SEC. So the the best competition in the country. It is getting more and like women's basketball, not to be some big, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the WNBA, but like women's basketball is getting better and better. It is absolutely the, like the, the, cows, the parity is good. like evening out. It's not so lopsided anymore. You know, there's not just one or two powerhouses. It's not just Yukon and Tennessee. There are multiple. And you're starting to see more and more uh, like girls who can dunk and you're starting to see shots yeah. coming out from further away. And you're like, yeah. all right. Yeah. 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 There's girls that can ball for sure. You know, like, absolutely. dude, I always thought like there, I mean, they're like, oh God, uh, Reggie Miller's sister, Cheryl Miller. Cheryl. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Like she, could you Insane. like, she was, she scored over a hundred points in a game. Like I've seen some girls basketball games at the high school level where it's like, you know, halftime, it's like nine to 10, you know what I mean? <laughs> brutal. And she's going a hundred points. Could you imagine if you were defending? Yeah. Could you imagine if you're defending Cheryl Miller that game? Mm-hmm. Five on five on one at that point. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah, that's why Reggie said his his fadeaway was so nice is because Cheryl just swatted the ball back in his face for the first fifteen years of his life. There you go. Yeah, she helped create a legend. Hey man, that's what you gotta do. So okay, nice. Okay, so then you're at Temple now. What is a day in the life like for you? Like, what are your responsibilities? Um, so I do the off court stuff. So the coaches do the X's and O's. They focus on you know the athletes. I focus more so um, on the student athlete as a student and as a person. So I'm uh, coordinating community relations. So I'm making sure that we're giving back to the community volunteering, going to talk to the kids, talking about reading. Same thing as I did with the Sixers. Um, I I mean, I I do a million things and I'm blanking right now, but I also am in charge of academics, making sure our girls are on top of their academics, making sure they're doing their work, whether that's when we're home or when we're on the road, um, helping to coordinate game day travel, helping to coordinate these trips to go to, you know, South Florida or Cincinnati or wherever the hell we're going. Um, I supervise the student manager program. I supervise the intern program and the grad assistant program as well. Uh, Jesus, what else do I do? I, I have to look at my bio. I, I just, I do a lot of <laughs> No, but you, like, it seems like you're, like, honestly, you kind of are doing the work of an agent at a college level, really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're setting them up with everything they need to get done right you're you're helping them plan their schedule in their day right yeah, and like helping them yep. move yeah that's yeah, fascinating I, so I'm, I'm i do like the compliance stuff making sure that we're not breaking any NCAA rules oh um, I do like that's fascinating. um what kind of like what's a common rule that people like break accidentally without even knowing Right. Like we have five water bottles. We're only allowed to have four. Come on. Let's go. (laughs) No, it would be something super simple. Like um, if you are in high school, we cannot give you, uh, you know, like free tickets. You have to go through the proper channels or if it's something so stupid, like uh, the girls get two tickets for each game. I cannot give them a third ticket 
for free, they would have to go through compliance. Because if I put them on the, mm. the free pass list, that's a violation of some sort. What? It, it can be, it can be a, so, so stupid like that. Man, yeah, that's so some bullshit. They should I get know. as many tickets <laughs> as them, they want. Exactly, exactly. I know. They're bringing the why people can't, why in. Why can't I put their mom on the list? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their mom is third? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What, well, what, wait, wait. Can, mom, are know. you allowed to put people on the list of like, is there like a free pass list that gets in? Yeah, yeah. So like there was a girl who, let's say she used her tickets and then she used her teammates' tickets, but she needed more tickets. She asked me if I can put somebody like um, her cousin on my list under my name. How many that's tickets a violation. do you get? Uh, Maybe like eight. Shit, so Even if the- you're not using your tickets, she can't. You yeah. get eight and the okay, team gets two? Oh, that's no, that, that, was just, that was throwing a number out there. I think they get okay. like four each. Uh, but still... <laughs> You get double that. Like they should be able to if, if they're, she's building them. But they should be able to b- invite like a whole sorority or fraternity. Like this, get this shit going, right? I know, like I, know. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I Temple's boys games sell out and like are the hot ticket in town, right? Like especially students if get it, tickets. Well, yeah, a students get tickets. Yeah. But like the Temple women's games, are they selling out? Like filling the Leah Chorus Center. Yeah, so we actually were playing in McGonagall, and we got okay. really good crowds. I think it was maybe three thousand was our average. So that's, that's really uh, good. Yeah, imagine it is if good. you could give out more tickets. It'd be three thousand. So we're, we're moving to be a chorus next season. So. <laughs> we'll see well, how that goes. Like, yeah, hell yeah, they'll get oh, more tickets. That's badass. I mean, success does that though. The more successful you are, the better you are. Like what? Oh, and, yeah. Okay, they'll come. Man, that's that's pretty cool. Or do you know any other regulations like? I know I'm asking you a lot, um, but that is a rule book. But that's something you Bring didn't know. Like, like you think though, like if you're like, like you know, if you were JJ Reddick or Zion Williams, you know, like Zion Williams, and you think like, okay, he he can invite whoever the hell he wants to a game. But I guess they monitor that pretty heavily. Like the NCAA will, oh, they'll yeah. fine you, or what will they do? Um, I don't know if they'll find you, but they'll definitely give you a warning. So when the girls put in names, compliance has to look at every single name, That's look so at who's on that list. Whose job is that? Our to compliance check department the list. does it. Oh my god! Compliance department. Go shove yeah. off compliance. <laughs> so they really? catch like, it before the NCAA catches it. So okay. we don't get fined. But then who? In the, so wait, you got the NCAA stooge coming around like, eh, you know, like let me check your compliance list. And then if not, he's yeah. going to like, that's some bullshit though. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. Let the kids this play. Billion dollar entity works and they make millions of dollars and they worry about the smallest little stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why they're making billions. Well, they could be making trillions if they were, you know, got people more, you know, <laughs> turn this into a league of their own situation and get everybody into it. Right. Um, up oh, Jalen Dub, Jalen oh. Dizzer. Jalen Dub, it's about that time. All right. Okay, it's time for everyone's new favorite segment. It's the Jalen Dub question segment. Everyone's favorite segment in town. Jalen Dub is going to ask Elisa a number of questions, and if she would like, she can answer them. And uh, yep, that'll that'll do her. So uh, Jalen Dub, questions work. Yep. Uh, go ahead, <laughs> knock your socks right off, Bub. What's the fastest you've ever driven behind the wheel of a car? Oh, uh, maybe one hundred and five. Janice said one hundred and ten. Mm. I'm Oof. I'm faster. 
and I was scared at 105. <laughs> what kind That's of car like was the, the drive from oh what was it oh maybe like a Hyundai but when you're driving from like the San Francisco area down to LA you take the grapevine and it's just like a straightaway and there's no cars there's only like uh, the big rigs on the right yeah. so you can do whatever yeah. the hell you want yeah uh, mine was on a Schuylkill I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I did 105 on the Northeast Extension today so you know I'm yeah the newer right. cars are built for it I used to have an old 97 Jetta that like after you hit 100 <laughs> the windows would start <laughs> like <laughs> I had a 97 Jetta too. Oh all wrong. Nice. Um, all right. Um, I have a small interview portion of this. What's your greatest strength? Ooh, love it. Pantsuits. Strength. <laughs> you can answer like Aside an actual job. from my pantsuits, I mean, no, I think my greatest strength is uh, lies within me being a Libra and being able to see the good in people. Being wow. To, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna stick to that. Yeah. What's your wow. What's your greatest weakness? Ooh. My greatest weakness is being a people pleaser. Oh, same Z's. Feel you. Feel you on that. <laughs> yeah. How did you hear about this podcast? Uh, through Jana. And uh, did, why is she- it, is it, wait, wait. Uh, did Jana, did you listen to her episode or? I didn't even listen. Was, I had no idea that she even had that. Episode. What the fuck, Jana? <laughs> I sent you a thousand links today and you were sent to text. I was every- busy. Oh, you te- found out the show exists and are on it in the same day? Yeah, yeah. Yes, That's I a did. treat. That is a treat. <laughs> You're the best. All right. I saw on Instagram. It had 3,000 followers. You guys seem legit. Do you want a moat around your house? Huh? You a want moat. a moat around your house? <laughs> Do you get a draw? Does drawbridge included? Well, I mean, how are you going to get across the moat? You sure. know, like around a castle where they have the water and the dragons, and then there's the dragons. It keeps the Black Knight at bay, but you have like this trough of water. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There. Why does he have to be a Black Knight? So racist. Jesus, Justin. Why is he a gay knight? knight? <laughs> yeah, it's Pride Month. What the fuck? <laughs> the Black Knight is LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. IA. Oh, yeah. It's LGBTQIA. So 4DHK. HD. <laughs> yep. 4K HD. What uh do you want a moat or not? <laughs> Get all aggressive. I'm a moat salesman. No. Wait a minute. You know, I, are you sure? Because there's some people around that building that you would need to keep away with a moat. So you might want to live in his building. <laughs> so you'd be stuck in the building with him. That's not good. Oh, all yeah. Right. Give me a moat then. Give me, let me yeah. give me give me a moat. Yeah. Moat him. Right. Moat him. Take the if someone's offering a moat, you take it. Yeah. Um, no. Day one. <laughs> Are you uh, more uh, water park or amusement park? Which side is better? Water park. Ooh, are, wait, what are we you? We agree on so many things. What are you, Jana? <laughs> water park or amusement park? Amusement park all the way. God, what am I? I'd have to think like. It's the water park or you're an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell? I just said not water park. Do you know I'm... how much better the lazy river is than anything they have to offer on the other side of that park? What? Dude, the roller coaster? I the love fucking great nor'easter. I, I could live in the lazy river. I could move all my stuff in there and it That's would float you're around. Fucking it. lazy. <laughs> it's basically a moat. Yeah, it is like a basically. Moat. A I'm very moat. pro moat. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i would have to that's a great all right we got to remember this question because i'm amusement park i think yeah i'm definitely one i'll I don't die be, on this sword yeah well you're gonna fucking die <laughs> in your moat you know so God, you don't even have like the basketball shoot around the water gun balloon popper game like the all the games are there and the cotton they're not trying candy. to hustle yeah. you for anything in the water park. It's just right. pure enjoyment and fun. Oh, they're not trying to hustle. They're selling a piss pool as a river. People are 
people shit in the pools there. You yeah, have to but they don't try to sell you. Hour on the hour. If you go to that's a wave pool in Wilkes Barre, PA, there's a guy masturbating in it, and that's <laughs> a fact. Wait, up diarrhea. Yeah, the uh, so if you listen to uh, available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube, it's the 44 Roundtable, and we discussed some of the interesting characters in 44 Pennsylvania. One of them was the Wave Pool Whacker. Look him up. This guy caught whacking off in a wave pool, indoor wave pool, in a trench coat near 44. Wasn't he PM. like a uh, a political Take person in the area? Off, no, that was another guy. Okay. But yep, so there you go. Got a lot of oh, you're gonna okay, so yeah, just go whack it off in a wave pool and you want to pick water parks. You're uh, a fucking no one's psycho. no one's beating off on roller coasters. You're just Who beats a, how can you do that on a roller coaster? Shows you're... gonna descend into chaos. You could beat off on the Ferris wheel, you could beat off on the dominator, you definitely beat off on steel force. You're you're beating loose. off on the speed right, slide, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, those potato sacks while you go down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> My god. All right, Talisa. It's a yeah. material. Yep, really nice. Okay, uh, so Talisa picked water park, which is an inc- another incorrect answer. I feel like she would be yeah, Godfather Part One by prox just because you know. They might as well just knock them all out. Yeah, we agree on everything. It's really, just Libra. Yeah. What? What other? Are you, are you a Libra, Justin? No, but my girlfriend is. So I happen to like them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nice. What what are you though? What am I? I'm a Gemini. Oh, like my favorite okay, American okay. gladiator. Dude, American Gladiators was the shit. It was so good. The best. The best. I have I'm a laser tattoo so on my back. Really? You have a what? Do you know she's you know Zap? Do you mean you mean Zap or laser? Because Zap was from 44 PA. F for real? Y I. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Gladiators coming out of there. Okay. Of course. Okay. Um, uh, what other questions do you have, Justin? That's it. We can we can wrap up on that nonsense. All right. Well, we have to remember the amusement park water park thing because we're gonna get to argue about it, and maybe we'll argue about it tomorrow. So start asking go. more people about it. Yeah, and, and start people. separating the strong from the weak. Yeah. So There's okay. There's in it. Go down the slide. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> But you never drank yeah. piss before? Shut up. Oh, God. Uh, You're going to make me change my answer. Yeah. Okay. So, Talisa, let's get back to you. Um, okay. Well, Justin, thank you for another fantastic Jalen Dove's question segment. You nailed it. Once again. Gorgeous. Yep. Absolutely gorgeous. You're gorgeous. And you're not even wearing a pantsuit. So let's keep it going. Uh, Talisa, so you've met a lot of people in, the, you know, in this crazy little game called life. Who would be, who would you consider like a hero to you of the people that you've met or maybe someone you haven't met, but who would you consider to be a hero? You don't have to say me because I'm here. Just... Right. Okay. Obvious so Janet excluded. excluded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, what do you mean by hero? Like someone that you look up to, someone you strive to be, someone who's like, general outlook on life yeah (laughs) or just ruin what i was saying but either way i mean honestly my favorite person in the entire world is janet jackson on my shirt you can see it that's my girl i love her i love her as an artist i love her as an actress i love her as a philanthropist i love her as a person Um, i mean i'm a really fucking big fan like i have janet tattoos like it's would, crazy. I just that, think it's an amazing. Would you, would you say that was your first woman crush? Would it be Janet? Um, mm, ah, maybe. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I don't have a, it's not like a sexual thing with her. People think that very often. 
but like I like I've loved her since I was seven years old yeah. like I just grew up on her music You're just part um, of the just, rhythm nation exactly and it's yeah. called the We're Jan part fam. Of it. the Jan exactly. fam yeah the Jan fam so the, wow. they're the people who are like the the fanatics we go to all the concerts that we can we follow her we have her tattoos um it's like a whole thing but Hypoth- hypothetical girl. for you right yeah let's say you go back to San Diego right yep. And you're looking at a San Diego 10, a San Diego 10, (laughs) Uh right? And she locks eyes with you and you know, game on. You're going there, you're chatting it up. Things are going great. You start, you move in together. Seven years later, you're thinking (laughs) about tying the knot with this person, right? And then you find out that she doesn't like Janet Jack. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I always ask people on like by the second date, at least typically the first day, but like, what do you think about Janet Jackson? Because <laughs> the moment that they tell me, oh, I don't really like her. Then I it's... immediately get turned off. Like, it's just like, do people you say can... that? Do people not like Janet Jackson? How like, can you not love Janet Jackson? One Even with has the titty said it, flop, I, it like, come on. The biggest turnoff in life. Like, I could never look at her was the same again. Was she kidding? Like, how could you not like her? Was no, she that a communist? Was not kidding. I was pissed. I was yeah. fucking pissed. Is anyone, that is too. so strange. Mm. Is Miss Jackson if you're nasty? Is anyone ever <laughs> Absolutely. That? Absolutely. All the time. But look. Scream. Remember we Scream? Were... The song with her and Mike together? Mike. So it's me. Yeah. Great song. Great song. Great video. Great video. Dude, great choreography. Choreo? Oh my God. Are you kidding me right now? Oh my insane God. insane so the best Dude, anyway janet was like because janet had like back in the day she still had like the donkey and a little bit of baby fat on her before she slimmed out like janet and then back- she moved into the, the six-pack era oh six-pack era where she's, where she's flopping titties cover. at the super bowl yeah. halftime show like yeah <laughs> janet's been on a wild ride so shout out janet jackson fan of the and show. look at her Listen she's still standing show. she's still amazing she's yeah. still gracious yeah Yep. That's my girl. Oh, but if I were too. dating somebody and seven years later they tell me that, they what if lied. they told you that they lied? They said <laughs> oh that they my god! I'll be. I'll what if they told so... you they were currently planning to kill her? Would you stop them or? Stay <laughs> with your I will report them to the FBI. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They need to die. Stat. <laughs> nice. Okay. Very cool. All right. So then let's talk about the future, right? Um, any plans about the WNBA or the Wemba, as I call it? um no i mean my my next step is going to be women's basketball but it's not going to be the wnba what i would like it to be is the nba academy women's program so essentially what the women's program does um the nba academy goes to seven different uh countries around the globe so there's mexico two in china there's two in africa india and um australia Essentially, you go to these places, like we'll go to Mexico City, and we put on these academies where you bring the cream of the crop, like the, the top oh. talent in high school women's basketball. So fun. And what? you kind of just put them through an academy, you give them training, you give them schooling. And the point of it is to try to get them um, exposure so that they can come to the United States to play basketball here and get their education. So it's kind of like a pipeline, a high school to college pipeline for kids in uh, foreign countries wow. which is super cool for me like mm. for me the, the the really interesting part about it is you're doing it for black and brown girls you know little mexican girls who yeah. are like me who come from places who where basketball is not big but if you have the passion and the work ethic and you yeah. really really want it yeah it can we change can your life try to get you 
Yeah. And then at the very least, you'll get an education in America. Yeah. Yeah. They may not have the same opportunity to receive these oh, things. I bet this. So awesome. How long yeah. has this thing been going well, on for don't. years? Oh, they 100% don't. Uh, no, no. It's fairly new. It's probably, it's in its, the woman's side is in its third year right now. So it's, it's still a work still, in progress. It's, it's probably changed so many lives already, especially in like Africa yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. if you go to like Nigeria or one of those places, women are still so highly oppressed over there. It's crazy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's Yeah. Nuts. So it's pretty remarkable. What No Russia what though? The... You'd think like there'd be some big old <laughs> biddies in Russia. You or you got you know where you gotta go the Netherlands. Woo! You got some descendants of some Vikings. Oh my god! <laughs> Woof. The strength of them girls. The strength. Yeah, yeah. Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Uh, okay. So very cool. So that's awesome. So so right now they and like that's a thing that you stumbled on this and you want to work with it. Is that like a long term goal? Is to work with the camp and. So you'd be traveling, you'd be meeting all these girls from different countries and like, yeah, essentially, you, you know, you would, being, do, you, do you speak Spanish or? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. So Spanish. that's probably it like, be, a, it would just be cool. Yeah. Plus like, you could like, you could help with like the translation at the camps, especially in like Mexico. And like, you know, if you went to Spain or somewhere like that. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So my goal would just be that, that like representation that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of. Uh, honestly my next and you get a little That's... hand in recruiting which is fun yeah Start picking yeah. out the next star yeah. Yeah. yeah plus too like you get like yeah more people that know your name and see you later just expand your network inside the women's basketball community that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So cool. Who is your favorite women's basketball player of all time? Of all time it's definitely going to be Cheryl Swoop. She was like Woo! the first person I saw play I was watching a WNBA game with my dad on TV. And from there, I was just like, damn, mm. that girl's a baller. Oh, my God. She's amazing. They, so, yeah. I mean, man, do they still put the WNBA on TV? Yeah, fool. Is? There's a game on ESPNL. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm sorry. Dude, I'll tell you. I love that. Like, I used to work at this bar called the Pub of Penn Valley in Narberth. And the one of the lady that owned it, her name is Beanie. Shout out. Fan of the show. Listen to the show. And she is like a sports fanatic, all sports, but she loved like women, like basketball. She played basketball and coached it and was like obsessed with it. So she yeah. loved like the women's basketball tournament every year. And like what South Carolina won it this year. Is that right? Uh, South Carolina did win it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout right. out to Coach Staley in South Carolina. They're yep. amazing. I bet I knew that. Justin, you didn't. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> okay. So nice. Okay. And then. So your so your love of basketball has taken you so many places and been like really like honestly I one of the things that we found like some of the people that are most successful and happy and fit, like fulfilled are the people that are doing what they love and chasing a dream and like working towards a goal. So your job you have it's hard work, it's demanding, it takes a lot mm-hmm. of like problem solving and like regulation following and everything like that, but it's something you're happy to do because it keeps you involved in the game right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I used to work in hotels for seven years and that was fine. I got paid well, took a pay cut, honestly, to come and do this, but Mm -hmm. it's really just, it come back tenfold in, in, Mm -hmm. you know, work-life balance and mental health and just like pure happiness. Mental health, big time. Having an impact on these young student athletes and watching them, their journey is so much better than selling hotel rooms. What uh, kind of gross shit did you see in hotel rooms? Oh, uh, you know, I, I didn't go into the rooms. I just sold that's them. a just, lie. Like, you saw group... hotel rooms are like a water park. They're so gross. You kidding me? 
I mean, people oh, no. are pretty disgusting. I'll say that. I'm, I'm saying, if, when you stay in hotel rooms, y'all should tip your housekeepers because they go through some Damn shit. Damn right. Tip Damn your housekeepers, right. guys. Come yeah. on. What people don't you... know that. No. Isn't that I don't, weird? I don't no, know that's how... something people don't really. That's... Yeah. Yeah, they Manual don't know to, Yeah, they don't know that's to tip. So they don't know to tip the tip the. I guess the cleaner or the whatever you call them. I, don't I know. think it's just like genuinely the they don't bed, know. Put them in a ball and you leave a little money on the corner. You are so full of shit. You do not <laughs> take the sheets off the bed. You do, Paul. Yeah. You ju- you take the sheets off the bed, Justin. Yeah. And they appreciate that so much when you take your pillowcases you off. When you it. put all your towels in one pile, you're making their life so much easier. And oh, yeah, definitely sure. quicker. The thing. rooms they can clean, the more money they can make. Really? They get right. paid by the room? Some, some, it depends on the hotel, but some get paid by the room, some get paid by the, just like the hour. The hour. And also, if they're quicker, they'll get a raise. Yeah, and then, of course, with tips and promotions, that's how they make their money. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's keep it moving. So what is, so moving forward, though, right, what is one of your biggest fears for the future? like something that keeps you get like you know maybe keeps you on your toes gives you a little anxiety what kind of things do you know does that um honestly it's not basketball related but it's the little trumpers the little like cockroaches who have come out and aren't going back into the dark the people who are proud about it now what do you mean the tr- so yeah, i mean the, you the know tum- the tumpers what's a tumper trumpers, trumpers. trump oh tr- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said thumper, but then I was like, oh, it can't be a thumper. It's got to be a tumper. What's a thumper? No, no. The, the, okay. the, Trump. The Trump I'm a fucking right. <laughs> yeah. The rabbit from Bandy. Yeah, you Bandy. know, Bandy. All right. So, <laughs> so you're a bit, so wait, your fear of like what? Of like the Trumpers taking the, over? Or? The, the hate that has been incited, right? Mm-hmm. And he started it. Yeah. And all these people have come out and agreed with him. And so he's given a voice. They to just think it's okay. Hate. And they now it's become so normalized. So you're so wait. So you're saying like, look, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Okay. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not putting my hat in the ring of anything. I'm just playing devil's advocate. So yep. you're saying one of the things you fear is that <clears throat> because of Donald Trump's actions and some of the things he said and done, He's given people the, you know, kind of the, what they think is like leeway or authority to express themselves by degrading different members of our society, right? Yeah, and, and it's not only regular folks who voted for him. It's also people who are in the political realm, <clears throat> congressmen, senators, people who mm, probably wouldn't have acted like this. What kind of, like, do you have like an example or something? Like, well, not an example, but like, maybe uh, thing, something you've seen that has triggered this kind of anxiety? Like, is it people posting stuff or is um, it I like mean, you stuff you like you see people saying this or kind of like a protest you would see here or there, those kind of things? Is that what would like scare you? Okay, so um, with when you incite this hate and give them a platform, you know, you have the January 6th insurrection. And then you have just last week when wasn't it like about 40 people were um, arrested by the FBI? Uh, what are they called? The freedom? Yeah, it was freedom weird. Fighters or some they were shit. All they were up. planning to, um, I don't know if they were planning to attack, but um, a gay pride 
Mm-hmm. Festival. What? In the van. Yeah. So just things like, like that, where yeah. this wasn't really happening six years ago, but now people are feeling so bold. That's what I meant when yep. you first said it. I was like, people feel like proud about it now. Like they feel yeah. like a yeah, sense exactly. of, oh, we're the counterculture. I'm like, no, 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 you're a fucking racist asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. Because that's like some Nazis attacking the Jews type of shit. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, like it's, um... like unbridled hatred for no reason unbelievable that is scary that type of hatred is oh that's normal now the scary stuff too yeah go ahead jenna you just have all the people who agree now and they're just like oh well the president says it's okay so Uh, let me come out of my hole i've been hot and now everybody (laughs) you know let's get together and be fucking assholes because we've got all these people now that are just like like yeah it's it's cool let's do it and like what the fuck yeah yeah so so when you ask me about my fears or what stokes anxiety i would say that that's what i meant by the trump yeah the rash actions of racist inhumane people Yeah. yeah that is that is that is scary that's scary to think that on any level though right like not even like the fact that we're going to be publicly speaking against that right now are we at the possibility of being targeted by you know by these people that is scary but that's how like the the fear of that is what gives them power because it makes people some people afraid to speak out about it but the fact that you have the courage to talk about it and to be able to speak about it and bring awareness to it that is something special because no one should be kind of forced into like uh, silence through fear. You know what I mean? This is America. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's yeah. funny because you said that because even when you asked me the question, I was like, I don't know if I want to say this because I don't know who's going to be listening <laughs> to this. I don't want nobody in my DMs. But <laughs> well, if anyone does have an issue, they can ch- talk to our HR department at 608 <laughs> Garfield Avenue. <laughs> so there you go. Nice. Okay. Cool. So Who do you think's better, Kobe or LeBron? Uh, I'm I'm Kobe all the oh, it's way. That's hard to bro. say. How about Mike or Mike or LeBron? I mean, I'm I'm not really Team Bron. He's amazing, but I'm not Team Bron in it. You could put them against it. a lot of people, and I would probably not pick. You think Steph Curry ruined the game of basketball? Have you heard this? <gasps> fucking yeah. People saying this. Yeah, I have. I think crazy. I saw a video of like that looked like some Buddhist up yeah, in the mountains it's, of wherever and they were like shooting them in crazy steph curry shots and it's like that looks fun how is he ruining the game he expanded the game if anything he made the game more popular if anything dude him and uh dame like when they hit them shots like three steps over the half court i'm just like ridiculous it's fantastic yeah and i'm a warriors fan so i oh uh, like, uh, uh, must be nice Wow. Are you excited for uh excited for girl. One more play win. game six yeah hell yeah he's gonna do it Clay hasn't been. That's, that's my favorite know. guy. That's my favorite player. My favorite NBA player is Clay. I think that's yeah, and he's synonymous with being good in Game Six. He has not been good in this series. There will be a Game Six in this series, and and yeah. so yeah, he could end it with a fantastic oh performance. Lord. Wow, <laughs> he deserves wow. that much after being out for two years. What did wow. he score? Um, he scored like what was it? Uh, I forget what the stat was. Thirty points, forty points on eleven dribbles, something like. Oh, that. He has yeah, a crazy yeah. stat. Something ridiculous. It's ridiculous with eleven dribbles because they were yeah. all catching shoots and. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. good Damn, play. I wonder if uh, he's as good as Nick Briz or Chris White or MK. <laughs> You know, all those guys, I mean, you know, they can all, they can all throw down, baby. Uh, Okay, so let's keep it going then. All right. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? I would say San Diego. 
I love San Diego. I'm trying to move back to San Diego. I'm like vagina. same answer. Same yeah. answer. I've never even been there, and I might have yeah. the same answer. I would agree with <laughs> oh, that. Oh, it's well. amazing. You can't yeah. go wrong, man. It's so amazing. I the love it. The food's great. The people are nice. Is it expensive oh, yeah. to live there? It's expensive. So expensive. Yeah. 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 I, I might pick. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, there's uh, Tirana, which is the capital of Albania. I'm from, are you Albanian? My what? Whoa. Are you Albanian? I'm my. Do you speak Albanian? I do not speak Albanian, but my best friend is Albanian. She's from Tirana. Shut the That's front door. Albanian. My my best friend is Albanian because my best friend is my wife. So go fuck oh. yourself. <laughs> All right. I meant that. I meant it sweet. I I gave you a layup. Oh, thanks, Justin. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I no, my cool. wife is Albanian. Yeah, and uh, she's from Tirana as well. I wonder if they probably know each other. It's a small community. Oh, Maybe my uh, my best friend. Her name is Gita. She went to Gita. With me. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Hold on. <laughs> Gita oh, was I. Hold on. Hold on. As he texts oh. her now. Do you know how to spell her name? You know the only Gita. G I D A. You know how to spell your best friend's name? G I D as a dog A. Last name Musai. How do you spell that? M is in Mary. U S A J. This is gonna be what it feels like. I went to North Penn when people ask me if I know them from high school. Did you know? I'm like, no. I knew seven people. There's there's more people. There's more people at North Penn than Albanians in Philadelphia. Okay, tell you that right now. Gita G I D D A Musai. All right. Just one D. G I D A. Oh, fuck on me. All right. Well, we're gonna find out because she's from Tirana, and I've been to Tirana, and it's that's a, she's always trying to get me to go. She's actually going next month. You honestly, I need to go. I know I need to. Go. Oh, if you honest, have to go. Honestly, I'm telling you right now. I, if if I could live there and work remote, I would. It's like Damn. one there the 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 economy there. The prime minister is building his economy around tourism right mm. because they have beautiful beaches incredible food amazing weather great scenery tons of history right mm. and they're on the adriatic sea it's 80 and sunny every day mm. right so it's like it's, it's it's incredible country they've done a complete flip since you know the communist era right yeah. but it's also very affordable so they're in the process of building resorts and stuff there. So in the next few years, Tirana and Albania itself could become like the next French the next Riviera. Greece or something, no? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Greece, yeah. French Riviera, something along those lines. But yeah, and it's really, really like it's in, it's a and the people there are incredible and they love Americans, which is rare to find. But we stayed at like yeah. this place <laughs> called the the Rogner Hotel or the Hotel Rogner which is the number one hotel in Albania. It's where like visiting heads of states and stuff would stay and everything like that. And we stayed there and it was very affordable. And we were in center city, downtown, middle of the capital of the country in Albania, in Tirana. And it was awesome. And I'm telling you, if you, if you have a chance to go, go, because it's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with her next year. I'm going to make that commitment because she's sure. always, I've been my best friend for like over 10 years and she's always telling me, come to Albania. She goes every year. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You heard it here. She made a commitment. <laughs> yeah. We should all go. We should do a working yeah. perspective, a lesbian perspectives podcast yeah. from Albania. Live from Albania. Live from Albania, lesbian perspectives. Uh, <laughs> so I want, um, okay. So then, well, I guess, uh, well, what? I was going to say, I was going to say text Gita if she knows my wife, but I won't say my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so let's keep it moving. Nice. So, all right, San Diego, the Wales Vagine. Um, 
All right. Did you have, when you were coming up, did you have a favorite family vacation? Yeah, for sure. Every um, winter, so I'm from Santa Cruz County. It's like on the beach, whatever. It's nice. But mm -hmm. every winter we would go to Lake Tahoe and Reno. So we do a little Ooh. family trip over there and we get to be in the snow and we got to hang out. And if anybody's been to Lake Tahoe, it's absolutely gorgeous. You know, yeah. obviously the lake and just uh, the casino, Circus Circus. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, just uh, I want to go. Uh, I've never been. I've seen God pictures. My friend yeah. goes. Amazing. God Godfather Part Two was filmed Lake Tahoe. Just letting you know. Really? Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. bringing it back to Godfather. <laughs> um, so nice. That is pretty cool. I did like to when when I lived in California, we would go to. They had like these camps that you could go to. Like this one place was like our. They called it our ranch in the mountains. It was an awesome mm. place. You could ride ponies and all that stuff. Mm. But no, that yeah, California is a cool place. Um, never really thought like I fit in. You know, obviously we know about why, uh, but let's keep it going. So what would you say is your favorite thing about your current job? My favorite thing about my current job is that I get to work with just ama an amazing group of people that are my staff mm -hmm. and also an amazing group of people that are the girls in the team. And just their personalities are amazing. Everybody's super welcoming. It's definitely a family environment. Yeah. So it's a family away from my family. Do you think that like, having that group of people mm -hmm. motivates you to work harder but or does it something like do you have something else that you find is your motivation for your hard work uh, my motivation is really just to help these young student athletes develop into you know young women who are going to go out into the world and do amazing things and being able to follow them post-graduation and see what they're up to it's that's really I think that's really cool. Just kind of, I don't know what the word is, but you know, um, how do you say like, uh, all their journey? How do you say teach one? Like I teach you, you're going to teach. They can oh pass along. yeah. 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 What inspire? I forget. It's like teach one. No each one, one teach something. one or some shit. Yeah. Each one teach <laughs> one. Yeah. Essentially you're making the world a better place. Cause you're, you're building a network of good people. What is it? Each one teach one. I've never heard that before in my life. I think I made it up. I don't know, but nah, I mean, girl, that's the thing. <laughs> I, might, I might be using it wrong honestly yeah well either way i'm sure it looks good in a pantsuit whatever it is so <laughs> it um great. yeah nice and then okay and then what would you say is your biggest complaint about your job like what is the one thing that you're like god damn it if we just had fucking we could do this if we got that this what is it? um i know Matt is more free tickets <laughs> that's his complaint about your job mine yeah. would be um more pay a higher pay damn get that bread yeah hell yeah <laughs> yeah if you were working at a hotel making more than working for t unit then yeah mm -hmm. they should you should be getting some more some more cheddar. Absolutely. absolutely nice okay and then Has any of the temple girls been drafted to the WNBA? yeah for sure um i mean Candace Dupree, she just uh, retired last year, but she was eighth all time in scoring, maybe fourth all time in rebound. Like she's a WNBA like superstar. So she was really amazing. Um, we just had a girl. We have a girl right now. Her name is Shay Petty. She, if you've heard of Diana Taurasi, Diana Taurasi yeah. plays for the Phoenix Mercury. Shay is her teammate. Okay. Um, so we got a couple girls up in there. What? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. So you've done some amazing things throughout your career. You've worked with some incredible people and worked at some incredible places and really had some interesting jobs like along the way. And that's including the hotel stuff, but, and also including like 
working for the Sixers, working at Temple, living in Philadelphia, like all these incredible things. What would you say is your proudest accomplishment as far as your, you know, right now? What would you say is the like the thing you're most proud of accomplishing? I mean, up there is when I came back to Temple, I was wanting to get my master's, but I was never going to pay for it because I'm not going to get a dollar more in student loans. Yeah. So mm. top, top tier would be working at Temple and getting my master's for free because I work at Temple. Dang! Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, oh, girl. That was pretty good to get a what, free master's. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. What did you get your master's in? Uh, sport business. So it's, um, it's at STHM. You take some MBA classes. It's almost like a hybrid model. And it's basically, sure. you know, business, but in the lens of sport. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that, though, because that yeah, is badass. Really yeah. yeah. You, you, took, you take law classes, stat classes. Um, Does uh, it teach you, like, classes. the best way to make money in sports? Like, does it kind of give you, like, a formula of how to do that or a best way to manage your money? Or what does it do? Uh it's for instance um marketing how to you, you're doing a marketing plan but i did a marketing plan for a, a professional soccer team so it's just basically using all the skills that you would use in business school but through a sport mentality that's awesome you developed yeah, a marketing plan for a for professional soccer team mm, yeah the austin wow. fc austin if you know what is it yeah. a female one or a men's <laughs> no one? male a male the men's one bro that's yeah. badass yeah so that would probably be my one of my biggest proudest moments is getting you know what you should do you should develop a marketing thing for an up-and-coming podcast called lesbian perspective <laughs> <laughs> who's uh who's the most famous person you ever met Woo. the most famous person i ever met i will say is Kenya jackson for sure what did you, you met uh, Janet? Like, you pay for like backstage passes or did you meet her like randomly in public if I could pay to meet her, I would. Well, no, nah, that's a lie because it's really expensive. But, yeah, I mean, you but, can pay to meet her. It's probably just very <laughs> no, I expensive. mean, like, you know, book signings, CD signings after a concert. Oh, you've met her multiple times? Just a couple times, yeah. I mean, I freeze. Wow. It, it wasn't like a big thing. I, I, I freeze, but I still met her. Like, Janet. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's like, uh, she's telling her security guard, like, all right, big Bruce, the creep. No, right she's amazing. She she'll come out to everybody and she'll greet you and yeah. thank you for coming to the show. Oh, Man, oh, what's so your humble. voice sound like in person? It's always like the most delicate voice ever. Like that, like you know, thank you. Sounds so like real soft. You guys are so sweet. I can't thank you enough for coming <laughs> out here. This is so great. I, I feel so no. That's yeah. Well, I mean, I do a great Janet. Wow. Justin, maybe I should throw Janet in for my impersonations episode. <laughs> oh. Yeah, throw her in there. The little whispers. Hey, I'm Janet and I'm Janet. I love doing this. This is really fun. Oh, man. I think I just fucking nailed it. So don't, good. Justin, don't let me for one. I got to write it down. All right. So let's keep it moving. So when you're sitting around and thinking about pantsuits and having a good time, <laughs> what would you say is the thing that like continually makes you laugh the most what makes me laugh the most mm-hmm. <laughs> um i don't know an answer to that question i mean i don't know right now i'm um talking to somebody who makes me laugh like a lot mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> oh nice how did you meet this person are you cool to talk about it yeah no <laughs> Oh, God. So, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Hands. 
No, it's nothing crazy. Do you guys like but kiss and stuff? You are <laughs> all a flutter. Look at you. No, get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> You're cheesing like crazy. Anyway, I was in I was in California for two weeks. I went out uh, last month actually. Uh, I went to California for two weeks, and I spent a week up in Santa Cruz, a week down in San Diego. And I never was single in San Diego. So I was like, let me see what the girls are like out here. I went on Tinder and the first girl that I matched with, I went on a date with her. It was amazing. Went on a date the next day. Equally as amazing. And then she's from from San Diego. Yeah, she lives in San Diego. Oh, you bagged a San Diego tent. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. When she come out here, they're going to devour her out here because she is fine. Yeah. And uh, what's her thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could see you she work some smooth. game. You um, throw it, dude. Yeah. Tell me you wore a pantsuit on that first date. Come on, game over. <laughs> yeah. Shut the hell up, bro. She, think, she thinks she's not. She thinks she don't have the moves, but she's got the moves. I've yeah. seen her. She's got the nah. moves. So what yeah. Is, uh, have you asked her her thoughts about Janet? Uh, yes, and she loves her. So uh, it's perfect. Hey, he should be blushing like that for a girl who doesn't like Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> she puts the oh, she puts the snapback on with the ponytail at the back. Oh shit! So okay, so nice. So you were in the whale's vagina, and then you mm-hmm. went on a Tinder, matched with some smoke bomb, right? And then yep. went out. Where did you go out to eat? Like just some amazing place in San Diego. Uh, just- we met up at. Uh- Gossip Grill, which is a lesbian bar slash club. And great a- name. Great name <laughs> yeah. for a restaurant. Great Gossip Grill. The strongest drinks there for fucking cheap. It's amazing. You knew what you're doing. You knew oh, the yeah. game. You're Hello. like, look, this is fucking working I out. I told you. Yeah, you know um, what to do. They went to a gay drag show next. Then we went to another lesbian spot. Then we awesome. went to a spot. It was a long fucking day, but it was awesome. Dude, that sounds great. That's that was a, the I, first time. That was the first date. It was all the first date? date. It was eight hours. What? Wow. Oh my god, that's amazing. I love that. Very, yeah. very, very lesbian of us. That was awesome. Well, I would. I, I, my brother's gay, and he's and my and like he's told me about these drag shows. He said they're like a fucking time. You oh, know, I would yeah. love to go see one. Whatever the uh, hell it's all about. California. Don't they call the drag brunches in California church? they can yeah yeah i remember when i went out there my my friend was like we're going to church we're going to church but that's what, like what they called it out there whatever maybe it was just my friend but. that's the best maybe if it's on a sunday i don't know yeah sunday know. drag brunch they call it they're like welcome to church drag yes. brunch wait <laughs> what so everyone shows up to like brunch and drag is that no, uh, you, you, you show to, up to brunch yeah. and it's a drag show going on. Oh, even <laughs> and better. it's like bottomless mimosas. Oh, yes, hell yeah. of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to see you know Tu Wong Fu thanks everything Julie Newmar while whack, whacking down a waffle? You know what hell I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> this is where we're at. Nice. Uh, so wow, that sound well good. Hey, well, let you know. This is going to come out probably four weeks from now. So hopefully everything, uh, you're still blushing when you talk about this person. Four weeks from now, I'm going to be going to San Diego Pride. So I hope so. 
Ooh, Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, it's going to be so fucking good. Yeah, I'm excited. You're hitting all of them, huh? Right. <laughs> You're going to come back with some San Diego Billy, New 20s. York. Yeah. Yo, the, the flight is so fucking expensive. I, I paid $750 oh. for that fucking flight. It's usually four to 500. I had to pay 750. Who, what are you flying? Uh, American. All right. It's a good airline. Yeah, at least you're not flying Spirit. That's like a bus in the sky. I mean, I think Spirit had like a $500 flight, but I'm not doing a 13 hour layover. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Oh, shit. I'm good. Yeah, forget about that. Nice. Okay, so let's keep it moving. Uh, What's the last movie you saw in theaters? Uh, The last movie I saw in theaters was uh, Dr. Doctor Strange or Doctor Who? Doctor Strange Two, the multiverse okay. of madness. Yeah, that okay. one. Yep. You're yep. into Marvel? No, it was a date, and the girls into Marvel, and she took me to see it. So San Diego? Was it San no. Diego? Uh, one, one another that. girl? This yeah. movie just came out. How many dates are you oh, going whoa. on? Wow. It came out a while. It was ago. like right before San. Diego. I warned you. Wow. <laughs> wow. What's yeah. your uh, What's your go to karaoke song? Oh, I don't really do. I'm. I. I gotta be real drunk. I'm too shy for karaoke. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do it though. <laughs> yeah, but well, have our you friends really drunk. Our friends really drunk. Gonna do it. And I they got... have private rooms down here. We're gonna do it. We're gonna oh, get yeah. one. I've been planning okay. it in my Let's head. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I've been planning it in my head. It's it's gonna be real. What's fun. your go-to karaoke song, Janana? Banana. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll, you know what I like to do? Um, I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. Ooh, yeah, classic. that's a popular one for sure. Jalen, what is your karaoke banger? I have never done karaoke. Ooh. All right, you're the invited. one time that I I've did karaoke, karaoke, it was Scream. Oh, yeah? Oh, for real? You yeah. did Scream? I did. It was a duo. Wow. <laughs> Stop pressing me. me. I don't know what I would do. You and Talisa yeah. could do Scream. Yeah, Jackson Jackson Brown's Doctor My Eyes. I do that song. Here's here's some safe ones. Uh, my <laughs> go tos are Tainted Love by Soft Cell, right? Always a classic. Always brings the house down. Or These <laughs> Eyes Crying. Yeah, <laughs> These Eyes Classic. I actually sang that to Jana at karaoke at Yates Bar one time. So Jana, I can't believe you forgot. I do you remember that, Jana. <laughs> Sure no. <laughs> not even a little bit yeah let's keep it moving before my heart breaks anymore uh okay i owe so, you one i owe you a song mm-hmm. so lisa what is your favorite book that you've ever read my favorite book is this one right here actually it's called for brown girls with sharp edges and tender hearts and essentially uh, you can't really see it but it every chapter face. every chapter is about something different that a brown girl goes through so one will be about um, colorism, imposter syndrome, uh, politics of respectability, toxic masculinity. Okay, colorism and imposter syndrome. Okay. What are what are those? Wait, tell, uh, tell me the name of it. I need to send it to my best friend and my goddaughter. Yeah, it's. For brown girls, uh, with sharp edges and tender hearts. We'll have the link in the description of this episode for all this. Yeah, it's it's really really nice. It's it says it's a love letter to women of color, but um, you know, it just talks about what it's like to be be a brown girl navigating white spaces, and um, that looks like 
it can be colorism within your own community, you know? What, so colorism is? Colorism is when people can judge you based on the complexion of your skin. But um, isn't that racism, right? Like, it's the shade. Yeah, like. Oh, so like, it, like, it, like it can exist inside your own Like you're saying somewhere. someone's yes. light-skinned or something, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And even, even somebody who is another Latina can be, you know, colorist or I can be colorist I can benefit from things that a more darker skinned Mexican woman can't they think that she's darker so they think that she's you know poor or dirty or whatever Um, imposter syndrome like you just asked is talking about you know uh I'm a Mexican woman in college athletics and there's not a lot of us so Uh when I'm at a um, a meeting and the board is all you know white men and women it's it can feel like I know I belong here but do I really belong here like oh you see yourself like as like an imposter mm. of like I don't belong oh I see I thought right, imposter right. syndrome was like someone pretending to be a vato or something you know? <laughs> no, stolen no, no, valor no. <laughs> would you can I ask you this have you ever been like do people confuse you for a different race ever is that like you know in, yeah in, i mean like people what is that? um yeah people have said they look middle eastern people have said i look uh, indian hmm. i could um, see middle eastern a little bit but yeah it's because you have dark features though mm, yeah mm-hmm. and i don't mind it and i don't care. you know i i would get i used to be called italian my whole life right Gross. and well it was must I, have been terrible for you yeah i, I was don't know called, how you ever got through i was called italian my whole life <laughs> but my whole life i thought i was german and irish so i was like nope no italian found out this year my mom did the 23 and me found mm-hmm. out that grandma did a little stepping out with old butchie yeah. colombo oh and yeah i'm italian so they were right <laughs> it's all time i'm That's Hey, yeah that's me <laughs> so yep so shout out granddad whoever you are uh okay so, <laughs> man that's interesting that so that kind of stuff i'll tell you when i was in school i had a teacher justin you'll know mr williams right and he was like okay. this he was a, he was a geometry teacher he was this very he was like this big imposing black guy super cool dude really really knowledgeable and in my class, he told us about this book he was reading and he read us some of it. It was called Makes Me Want to Holler by Nathan McCall. And after I remember, like, I used to have to ride the, to Vinny T's. It was an hour and 17 minute train ride one way. So I would read on the train. And that was one of the books that I read on the train. And it is it is fascinating when you read someone else's point of view. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like from a different color scape or something like that. So yeah. that stuff can be very informative and very, very Absolutely. like, you know, I don't know, maybe Think outside of yourself, learning something new. Yeah. 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 Uh, Justin, what's your time? Do you got to get out of here? And so uh, <laughs> what's your, got, do you got to roll Justin? Yeah, I got to go. This has been very enjoyable. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the lesbian perspective and uh, you'll be safe. Well, hold on here. Hey. Let's uh, we're coming to the top of time anyway. So um but all right well justin all right you can get out of here we'll finish because we're gonna go a little over so all right see you later justin thanks man (laughs) so let's keep it moving we do have a little bit to go on so 
I want to ask a couple more questions and then we'll get out of here. So, uh, Talisa, could you answer what was the worst day of work in your whole life? Let me know. Oh, the worst day of work in my entire life would probably be. Jeez, a good question. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm full of them. Um, <laughs> nothing, full nothing, of nothing too bad. I mean, I guess, you know, when you, we chartered to, what was it, Wichita State. Oh, shout out the Shockers. Exactly. After the game, um, I think there was too much snow. We were like stuck on the charter for like two hours and we had to oh. deep oh. wait for them oh. to be high. And it just took like four hours. It was an entire ordeal. We got oh. back at like 4 a.m. So I had to go into oh. the office the next morning at 8.30. Oh. I know. So I hate good. all of this. Yeah, really the so worst. Just something stupid. First world problems, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. they still suck. <laughs> like, you could take a third world person and put them in that scenario, and they'd be like, this fucking sucks, guys. Come on. You know, like, they're not going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. All right. Nice. Okay. Shout out the Shockers. Listen to the show. Listen to the show. Okay. So then on the adverse of that, best day of work your whole life, what was it? Oh, God. Best day of work in my entire life? Yeah. Come on. Um, guarantee it involves a pantsuit yeah, maybe but probably i would say like when we won the 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 big five championship i think that was three seasons ago nice um, villanova to win the big five yeah nice it's always nice to have that those oh, it's right the best know. the best right absolutely is everyone well, shit on lasalle is that a thing i mean they're just not good yeah, they're never yeah. good. So nice. All right. Well, okay. So we are coming to the top of time. Uh, Tal- Talisa, thank you so much. This has been this Talisa, has been you're amazing. Blast. We have yeah, we have a saying. No, we have a saying on the show. When it goes by fast, you know it's good. And this one flew by. It so, really did. Damn, yeah. two hours. I know it's crazy, right? Um, but I know me and Jana and Justin are usually on the same page with this. But if you'd be willing, we'd love to have you back on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Jana, thanks for the invite. It was yeah. really fun. You're welcome, no, Jana, Thank you so that, much for coming on. Yeah, yeah Talisa, sure. thank you so much for doing this. So uh, before we get out of here, though, Talisa, is there anything you want to say to the Talisa fanatics out there before we go? <laughs> I'm weak. The T-Fam, the T-Fam. T-Fam? That's all I got to say is follow me on Instagram. Come out to some Temple Women's Basketball games. We've yeah. Yes. Sports Center. Uh, we, should do a live, we should do a live show from a temple game that would be the yeah, best you can interview some of the girls i got a girl uh, we have a student athlete her name is Jalen, and she's all about it honey she will do any podcast love she it has like there's like fifty thousand followers i'm like how the fuck do you have so many followers bro done Get we're, her on. Whole we'll little do we're on it oh love <laughs> it love it so send me your number no yeah of course no that'd be great no that's awesome no yeah of course and uh we'll have a link for your instagram in the description of this episode so everyone please click it check it follow it love it you know all that good stuff nice uh banana before we get out of here anything you want to say to the banana fanatics before we get out of here but the banatics (laughs) there you go oh my god (laughs) god you slay me um okay (laughs) you said it i know um go ahead 
Um, hey guys, it's me. Um, oh my see you tonight. See you tonight. This heart-shaped thing makes it like one of those like those internet better. hotline. You know what I mean? Like local singles in your area. You know. Hey guys. Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> Janet showing off the rock you just got, huh? How about? Oh what? Oh this whole what? thing? Oh jeez. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Shout out. Congrats, Jana, by the way. Yes, Last time you were on the great. show, you did not have a rock, and then this time you do. So congratulations mm-hmm. to you. Things nice. change quickly around here. Funny yeah. how life works, huh? Amen Crazy. to that. So funny. Nice. Well, okay. So speaking of funny, this has been another episode of the Working <laughs> Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, Jana Banana, Jana Hilo, and our guest today is the one, the only, the amazing Talisa Simano. Amazing Talisa Simano. You can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms on YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. This has been another episode of the Work Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, E is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.